Hello there, you're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Friday the 10th of February. Today, I will be joined by Duncan Balkan, who is a Watson's Daily Ambassador. Hi there, Duncan. How are you doing today? Hi, Peter. I'm very well, thanks. How are you? Uh, very good, very good. Knackered, because I've just done a... Um, 30, I've put 30 stories in today's Watson's Daily. That is an absolute record. Um, I was adrenaline fueled today to tr- in order to try to get this thing out. Um, so I'm uh, feeling I'm still buzzing. But mentally, moment. that must be the equivalent of running a marathon, really. Oh, I don't know. I'd love to actually. I might try and put down, try and find out how many how many words there are in this. Um, because yeah, it's it's quite a lot. But anyway, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's well lot. worth reading. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so um, let's pick out two stories. So um, you've got you've got a great one today. So uh, yeah, to tell tell everyone what what you've got. Yeah, well, I, I want to talk about uh, Kanye West or whatever, whatever name he's going by these yeah. days. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, we just don't talk about Kanye enough. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, more specifically, this is a, a story from the Wall Street Journal about the amount of damage he has managed to do to Adidas, basically. Mm. Um, so it's, the story is basically about Adidas bracing for fairly significant losses um, off the back of their partnership with mm. Kanye West mm-hmm. um, because it's got a huge inventory of Yeezy shoes uh, that at the moment they can't really do anything with. Mm. Um, obviously, Kanye's been in the news quite a lot recently um, for making some comments he probably shouldn't have made. Um, and I mean, he's done that quite a few times. That's probably not specific <laughs> enough, is it? He's, no, no, he's done no. that a lot over the years. These mm. ones were particularly bad and, and anti Semitic. Um, obviously, um, they've dropped the collaboration straight away, but mm-hmm. they're now sitting on um, an absolute stockpile of shoes. Um, that if they can't sell them in any way, is going to cost, cost them about 500 million euros. Mm. Ouch. Um, yeah. <laughs> and this is Adidas, who like, have been doing very well kind of historically because of obviously the athleisure trends and doing quite well through lockdown because, again, more people were kind of going for walks, working yeah. out, well, that sort of thing, buying athleisure products. Mm. Um, but actually, over the last year or so, they're already having, suffering a bit anyway. Um Stock prices have gone down a bit. Um, I think the kind of the boom through COVID and pandemics and stuff has kind of eased off. And mm. 500 million euros worth of operating profit is massive. Mm. Um, and I think this, the interesting thing about this for me is obviously it highlights the the issues companies have partnering mm. with celebrities because, or actually we just I'm saying celebrities with real people because real people have a tendency of being unpredictable. Mm. <laughs> Uh, and celebrities with a camera on them more times and more people recording them a higher percentage of the time are more likely to get caught doing something unpredictable. Mm. Um, so it, the interesting side for me on this is you mentioned in the, in the Daily um, this kind of concept using kind of avatar celebs as opposed to real celebs, mm. which I find a really interesting concept, particularly kind of with all the developments we're seeing around the metaverse and all the AI developments. Mm. Um, I think... Uh, it could be interesting to see whether we go back to having almost mascot type things that are AI generated mm. representing brands rather than celebrities because a brand can control mm. a, an avatar type thing more readily. And it kind of took me back to when I was a kid and like all breakfast cereals being um, advertised by uh, some variety of animated animal. Mm. <laughs> I was like, mm. well, actually, why was that any worse than having a celebrity? Like, mm. like you see, you don't, you don't I'm, I mean, I'm not sure about you. I don't buy a product based on which celebrity is fronting it or which mm. 
animated animal is, is fronting it. Yeah. But it's nice to have that thing you can tie to the brand, I think. So, yeah, you, uh, Kanye, what, what, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's my take on that. He's made, he's made a massive dent in Adidas's yeah. operating profits. Um, what's your take on this? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I mean, I don't know if, if this is an, it's really does show my age now, but you're not going to get Tony the Tiger making controversial remarks about religion, are you? Um, no, and, all and... he ever said was they're great, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's no, it's just, you know, uh, for those for those who don't know, and I don't know, actually, because I haven't had these for years, but um, Tony the Tiger used to be the face of Frosties. Um, but, um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, I... I do think that, um, uh, you know, uh, getting celebs can be a double-edged sword. Uh, I mean, obviously, it goes really well um, for, for some. I mean, think of Gary Lineker for, for Walker's Crisps. I mean, that must... I wonder, has he earned more from Walker's Crisps over his lifetime than he ever did from football? I don't know. I mean, he, he must have earned a lot from football, but I bet he's... He, yeah. So Walker's Crisps or Sean Bean for O2 or whatever... I mean, and Yorkshire tea and whatever yes, else. Yes, Yorkshire does. tea. That is a great advert. It's yeah, a, a, a great advert. Um, but um, but anyway, no, I think that the uh, that that you know it can be a double-edged sword. Yes, if it goes well, yes, it's you know it's really good, and you're in the you're in the Gary Lineker camp. Mm. Um, but if not, uh, it's not going. I mean, the thing is, you know, Kanye West is 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 highly controversial, um, and I think that um, you know. Uh, but then, but then you think, and so you kind of think, "Oh, this is this is a bit risky." Um, but then you've got the far more potentially bankable, you would have thought, um, Beyonce, not doing particularly well either. You know, she hasn't really done anything particularly to offend anyone, and that's not gone particularly well. So, I mean, I would suggest that you know the cheaper and better and safer uh, option would be to go for, say. Um, like virtual, like a you know a virtual avatar you know, uh, ambassador, I guess. Um, and what you could do there, you can have teams of people making the right avatar, you know. And I think we've, I think there has been, we've seen this. Um, there has been something like this in Japan, um, where you've you've seen sort of avatars and gaining actual popularity. Um, and I think that this could be really interesting. I mean, if you see like the, it will be the sort of convergence of, you know, like an avatar in the metaverse powered by, you know, teams of people. So you don't have to worry about, um, you, you don't have to worry about them coming out of a nightclub that they shouldn't be in or being on the arm of someone that they shouldn't be with or doing something, you know, it's doing or saying anything because you have teams of people controlling everything they say and with ever improving the um uh artificial intelligence you can get them saying the same saying the right things as well so i mean i just and 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 you know if you've got that they can potentially interact in a in a more positive and potentially more personal way with um with with their followers um and so i think this this could be I, I personally think that that is the way forward. And, mm. and, and it's interesting as well, because I was saying, I think it was this week. I'm not worried. It could be last week. I'm not sure. But, <laughs> you know, we took us, I'm losing track of time at the moment. I'm just still pumped by the 30th, the 30th articles in today's uh, Watson's Daily. But the, you know, the, the, the thing I, it's like the, um, you know, I was talking about um, the deep fake, you know, deep fake reality, you know, deep fake yeah. of, of these, 
people you know i um there was that you know there's that comedy program on uh, i think itv at the moment um deep fake neighbors or something called something like that you know it's not it's not perfect but it is it's good enough to be funny um and you know all these kinds of things they all work together and i think that they can provide you can either have um someone you know like a cartoon which probably is easier to do or a person actually funny enough sorry i'm going off on a slight tangent here funnily enough yesterday i was watching this um video on youtube by a bloke called alex hormozy um who's a kind of i don't know business influencer i guess anyway it was quite interesting because he told his team to go and find and replace themselves with ai in some way and one of the anyway to cut a long story short one of the interesting things he came up with was like um it was an onboarding program where he got um, where, you know, he had new starters coming in and rather than him sitting there and saying, Hey, welcome Kevin to, you know, my company. Um, we are going to do blah, 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 you know, and, and, you know, and talk like that. He, he did one video of him saying hello. And then, you know, um, someone's name, but the, um, the AI could change you know the change change the the name so you could type in a different name yeah um and he doesn't have to film it all over again um and the same with it he had like an onboarding thing with hr <clears throat> and they were doing all this in this training um you know in induction training and he said all you need to do is you need to film it once and then the ai can can then move the mouth in the right way and things so you don't have to keep filming the same thing if if um, you've got an update or something like that. You don't have to go back to the beginning and film film the whole lot. I mean, I just think it's all going in in this um, in this direction, hmm. where um, you know we are going to become more used to dealing with um, people. You know, people. Uh, you know, in inverted commas, that aren't real. Yeah. And we're going to and we're going to be increasingly okay with it. And I think that the price of celebrity. You know, the 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 risk and price of celebrity is probably too much for a lot of corporates. Mm. So it might, I, I think that this could be a very interesting um, area, um, and, you know, not only for, you know, new people. Oh, and the other thing as well, I, I, again, I said to you before, it's a, you could, I, I could see this happening in, in um, say, music, for instance. So like K-pop, mm. for instance, is very formulaic. You've got, you know, teams of choreographers, teams of write, songwriters, teams of musicians and what about if you could have a band that doesn't exist that you can completely control you don't they don't cost you anything you know and you can put out anything you can put something out that will um you know you can control they don't need to sleep i mean it sounds awful but you know don't need to sleep don't need to eat they can go on tour whenever wherever um you know it's just it would just be pretty amazing and i you know and i i think about say oh, i don't think about that sounds really wrong but uh you know there is a band for instance i mean i don't know if there's i don't think they're still around or maybe they're still around i don't know but there was this kind of j-pop band called akb 48 which were, they were a huge band 48 members and it's all girls and um they have their own kind of uh like headquarters in akihabara in tokyo so akihabara is well known for you know kind of anime electrical goods loads of all that kind of stuff anyway yeah. 
they, you know, they've got their headquarters there and they've got their fans go there and they do their little dances, you know, they've got their special dances and stuff. But just imagine you could do that on an absolutely insane scale if this was all virtual and powered by AI and you're all in the virtual world. So you don't even have to leave anywhere. It'd be amazing and highly remunerative, I would have thought. Yeah, and, and like you say, I mean, particularly that style of music, there were a lot of bands doing, and I think it was mainly K-pop bands, doing virtual concerts as well, weren't they? Yeah, that's right, yeah. But that's already been toyed with. You've already got actually thinking about it on a similar sort of theme. You've got the Mamma Mia experience thing in London, which is ABBA yeah. in hologram form. Yeah, yeah. So it's not that much of a stretch to think you could, like I said, that particular industry, you could definitely make pretty much entirely AI. Yeah. And like you said, an AI character can be in more than one place at once. It's not like yeah. a celebrity where you can only have one meet yeah. and greet. You could be doing concerts and meet and greets in every major city in the world at the same time. Yeah, that would be, that'd be absolutely amazing. I mean, actually, funnily enough, um, uh, uh, Ralph was talking about that in the um, latest w- weekly podcast mm. and saying, you know, about actually, I can, Ralph has seen, and I think um, Jake, you know, Jake Shogger, um, yeah. you know, I do the monthly with, you know, he was saying he, he's, been, he's been to like the ABBA, experience thing and yeah. saying how absolutely mind-blowing it was uh and again i mean okay that's now but you know give it another few years it will become more prevalent and you know like ralph was saying you could you could bring elvis back you could bring the beatles back you could bring everyone back you well, know for these kinds of virtual concerts <clears throat> Yeah, I know when Paul McCartney headlined Glastonbury, didn't he? Was it last year or the year before? I can't remember. He actually sang with John Lennon, but a video of John Lennon, they managed oh. to sync up the voices. Oh, right. Oh, and wow. sync up the know, timings of the live band and the track so it looked like wow. they were singing together. That's not that far off being, yeah. like I say, all you have to do is convert him into a, a hologram and do the same thing. And you, you've got mm. exactly what you were just talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And you could then go and see all those artists that people went, oh, I wish I'd seen them while they were alive. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, yeah, I mean, that might be quite interesting for the Rolling Stones. You might want to go to see them, the real ones, but much younger. Or do you, you want to go and see them when they were younger? Uh, yeah, like less wrinkly. <laughs> um, but um, sort of, like you could see, like, um, um, uh, you know, see them sort of uh, like, they're, like they've been ironed. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, ironed and shiny. Um, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, on, on that on that front, uh, I better move on to the next the next story. Yeah. So um, I love this story as well. I love it. I love it today. Um, by the way, I haven't. I you know I've only had one cup of coffee today, so I can't even put that, put it down to that. But anyway, um, Hermes, uh, Hermes, Hermes. Sorry, um, you know luxury brand has won um, one. I wouldn't say big. I mean, it's theoretically it's one. It's, it's had a big victory on, on the moral scale, uh, I, I would suggest, um, in that they um, they went, they took uh, an NFT sort of artist person um, to court and they won. So basically, this um, uh, this artist um, he uh, he actually put together a, a a number of designs for that were based on Birkin handbags. Now, for those mm. not in the know. Hermes makes insanely expensive stuff anyway, but its bags are particularly expensive, um, worth many thousands, many dozen, you know, very, very expensive indeed. Um, and so um, and one of the bags is called a Birkin. You know, that that's the name of the design. Um, and uh, this this this, uh, this NFT um, geezer uh, went and used the Birkin design and then put his own designs on it and 
made them an NFT and uh, and sold them as Meta Birkins. Now, the thing is, is that he argued that he was allowed to do that because it's his own interpretation, fair use, that sort of thing. But they argued that, no, this was their intellectual property because they, it, you know, it is a Birkin. Mm. So, um, so I think that um, this was this was very interesting because they they managed to win. I mean, I did wonder whether it was a typo, uh, but I mean, I mean, it's 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 from the Times. I don't know. I don't don't think it's a typo. Um, but uh, you know, they awarded Hermes damages in the region of one hundred and thirty three thousand dollars, which is nothing really. But you know, but but I think that the principle has been um established here hmm. um and it may mean that um other uh, companies will now have a precedent um and and so the ip of um uh, designers will be better protected because i suppose there hasn't really been any guidance on this uh before so i think that this is particularly um you know this this is particularly interesting um and it means that you know this is another um, kind of develop uh, uh, sort of developments in in the um, in the world of NFTs. Mm. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely like I say, it's definitely a a moral victory or victory in principle rather than mm. a, a financial victory, isn't it? Although mm. I'm going to be honest, I did the same thing as you and thought, well, that's a small number because mm. the artist in question is called Mason Rothschild, and I instantly mm. in my head, without thinking about, it, linked that to the you know the famous family. Well, you would, and I was like, wow. I mean, any, for a start, anyone willing to take on that family? in court is brave because financially mm. yeah, yeah. The, the guys it's, it's a pseudonym mason rothschild isn't it so mm -hmm. so actually i imagine for him as, a, as an artist 133 mm. grand is actually quite a lot of money um yeah but for like so for hermes it's not exactly a, a groundbreaking amount of money um but no. the, the 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 legal principle it sets down in terms mm. of intellectual property mm. i think is huge um mm. and particularly for anyone else creating nfts will have to be mm. really careful not to use like an iphone or mm. um a Samsung product or a, mm. or a can of Coke or anything in there mm. because actually those companies I'd imagine would be more than willing to go see this this case here proves that you can't do that mm. the money mm. <laughs> so I, think I mean it would definitely benefit those people that actually create completely their own content and things yeah I, I mean this might I, I might be being a, a tad harsh here mm. but I do think that guy's a complete idiot for calling it a meta Birkin I mean, that I mean, was stupid. Surely, to goodness, he he would have thought uh, maybe I'll call it something slightly different, um, and then you know he might have stood a chance. But to call it a meta Birkin and then say, "Oh no, it's just it's totally different," he's an idiot. Um, yeah, for but... example, I've, I've just done it. If you Google the word Birkin, yeah, everything that comes up is a bag made by Hermes, and yeah. oh my word. Anywhere yeah. between twelve and sixty-eight thousand dollars, depending what they're made yeah. of on the yeah. first few I've looked at. Yeah, so, and, then, and then a re resale, resale value can be many more times, apparently. Yeah, and it, like I say, it's just a, it's a word you just associate with the brand. Mm. So yeah, why would you use that in your in your name? Oh, no, it's just stupid, isn't it? Yeah. But um, but anyway, the um, I do remember when I was working in Tokyo, we had uh, one of the desk assistants. Um, she used to collect Birkins, right? She used to be very into her handbags and um, mm -hmm. she would be on like waiting lists. You know, she put her name down for a waiting list for the next one and it'd be like months or years. 
Um, I mean, I, for some of people listening to this, this is old news, right? I mean, but to, to me, I still, I mean, although I knew, knew the existence of this kind of thing, I, I st- it still blows my mind um, that, this, that, that, that this thing still goes on. But, Collecting you know. handbags that run in the tens of thousands of dollars, yeah. that is yeah. a, that's a bold hobby. Yeah. She was, well, to be fair, she was from a very wealthy family. I believe. Um, so, so yes. I mean, I, it wasn't like I don't think the company, uh, certainly not that company, were 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 paying anyone outrageously. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean, she she came from anyway. But still, Incredible. it's still it's amazing. But anyway, um, we'll have to leave all this this talk of Yeezy trainers, um, Birkin handbags, and NFTs, unfortunately, for today. Um, but uh, just to remain to say, look, um, thank you very much indeed, uh, Duncan, for being on today. Pleasure. Um, thank you very much for listeners for listening. And um, we'll be back again very soon. So many thanks. Thanks Bye. Bye.